Howdy folks, welcome to Living with a Genius. I'm your host, Omar Crook. On this episode, I've got bass Morris Robinson with us. He's singing the role of Ozmin and uh, Abduction from the Seraglio at LA Opera right now. It runs through the 19th of February. Hope you can come out and check it out. He's a great guy. I had a, a very nice time chatting with him. I'd worked with him before uh, in Norma last season. There's a funny story about that in this interview involving him and, and that production. Anyway, I won't bore you with anything else. I'm not even going to talk about Trump today. Can you believe it? But I will say this. Go join the ACLU. Give them your money every month or every year. Maybe subscribe to the LA Times or the Washington Post, New York Times. Call uh, your senators and, and become active. That's what we all need to do. That's the end of my spiel. It's a beautiful day out. I'm going to take my uh, son to the car museum today. Maybe go to the park. Try and enjoy my day. I hope you do too. Happy Monday, everybody. And uh, I hope we all get through this week as best we can. I wish you all luck. And here is Morris. So how are you, man? I'm good. How are you, man? Uh, great. It's great to have you back. Happy to be here. Yeah, Very I, happy to be here. I really, really enjoyed working with you in, uh, was that Norma? Norma. Yeah, yeah. We did Norma last year. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell me about uh, tell me about Ozmin. How are you finding it? Is this your first shot at it? <laughs> well, I, I've done Ozmin a few times. In fact, the first time I ever did it was with, was with Maestro. Oh, okay. It's the first piece I ever did with him. And uh, <clears throat> I did it with him in Cincinnati at yeah. the May Festival. And then yeah. we did it in Chicago uh, at the Ravinia Festival with the Chicago Symphony. And then I did it in Tanglewood with the Boston Symphony. Okay, so this is absolutely not your first time. <laughs> no, no, but uh, it's my first time doing it on stage. Oh, it so, is? Okay. Yeah, oh, it's nice. It's the first full stage production. So uh, although I know the music and I'm used to being able to sing it really well, sure, it becomes a lot more challenging when you're running around and tying somebody up and getting wrapped in carpet and having pillow fights and getting yeah. beat with trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, and trying to remember all the things you have to do incorporated with the role, it makes it a lot, a lot more challenging. So, sure. As you can tell, I'm soaked in this shirt, and that's after one rehearsal. I have another three-hour rehearsal tonight. So, I, dude, I thought you were out in the rain. This is from rehearsal. No, this is from rehearsal. I I sweat through two two shirts a day in oh rehearsal. My god. Oh my god! Every day I sweat through two shirts. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of people know the uh, the story of you being a ball player, a football player, and getting into opera. Some of my listeners don't know it. I I have a, a similar um story in that i got into music very late in life okay. i was in my 20s when i started oh, wow and yeah. um so i want to kind of track i want to trace that a little bit how first of all did you grow up you grew up in the south yeah in, yeah in, i'm from atlanta georgia from atlanta okay i uh, grew up in the suburbs of atlanta mm -hmm. didn't play little league football uh joined the atlanta boy choir at the age of seven uh, oh you did yeah and hated it <laughs> wait 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 did, <laughs> you, did you grow up in a musical family where you're well your folks... I, grew up, I grew up in the black baptist church so uh okay um my dad's a Baptist minister. My granddad's a Baptist minister. My mom founded the gospel choir at her church. And oh, wow. So uh, everyone in my house sang. So for me, it was like, it no. was normal for everyone to sing, you know? Sure. And that was the one thing I didn't want to do. Like, everyone else was a singer, so I ended up being the drum. You know, I played the drums at church. Do you have but brothers and sisters? I have three sisters. And they're all in music? They're all, no, they're not professionally, but they can but all they, out sing sure, me today. Sure, like, sure. Could, <laughs> like, it wasn't until, in fact, it wasn't until about my mother's funeral when, when my little sisters, who can really, really sing, uh, allowed me to sing with them in the trio. Like, I just sang too funny. Was like, this before you were getting into no, music? No, I was in, I was in already, opera. I was already, already singing. It. Yeah. I was, oh, my gosh. <clears throat> that was 2004. I'd already made my Met, Met debut and, and was finishing the Met Young Artist Program. And they, they finally gave me an opportunity to sing with them. So, oh my gosh, that is funny. Yeah, they're much better than I am. That's funny. <laughs> All right, so you so you started you started in music from a young age, singing yeah, in choir. Yeah. But you 
okay, so you've said you didn't want to follow. And you, yeah, I mean, the bottom line path. is that, you know, when you're in high school and, you know, you're growing up in the South, the, the cool people aren't the guys that sing. The cool people are the guys that go out and play football, you know. And I, I love football. I mean, I love it to this day. Yeah. And it's part of my existence. It's part of my life. You know, I think it has so many transferable skills that I employ every day. Of course. With my, with my, personal, with my professional yeah, life. Sure. Discipline. You know, assiduous camaraderie, camaraderie, mm-hmm. teamwork, teamwork, personal responsibility, mm-hmm. being coachable, you mm-hmm. know, flexibility mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dedication, taking care of one's body because your body is your instrument. You know, mm-hmm. so, yeah, all those things come into play. But, yeah, I went to college on the football scholarship. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. And, and were you studying music at all at that point? Tell no, me about I, the, the turn. What happened? What was the – tell me about that day. How the, did that how'd that go down? When it all changed? Yeah. Well, I went to a high school performing arts. So, like – it was a real high-end school for yeah. performing arts. So my junior year, we did the Mozart Requiem, mm-hmm. and we toured. Uh, we started in Belgium, then we went to London, then we went to Paris, and we sang at all these great cathedrals and stuff. And sure. and I got the bass solos. Sure. Exactly. And that was my junior year in high school. Yeah. So I had the sound already. And then my senior year, we did Haydn's Creation, which we did the Robert Shaw edition. So I had all the big solos. In the beginning, God made heaven and. So I did that my senior year. We did the same tour. And I mean, did you think anything of it? No. It was no, just kind thing, of a, you just traveling like and it was a freaky thing I could do. And kind of a passport it. for you to get around and travel and be yeah. with your friends. And The guy that ran the program there, Billy Densmore, who has lots of people out singing professionally, even still. Yeah. Um, he used to tell me all the time that, you know, you should really do this. And I, I sang for Cincinnati Conservatory and I mm-hmm. sang for Eastman School of Music because they were coming to my school every year and mm-hmm. they liked me. But. I was like, nah, I'll go. You didn't take it seriously. Yeah, I I just didn't take it seriously, you know. Yeah. Uh, And took a football scholarship to the Citadel. It didn't really turn. I mean, I went to Citadel. I played football. I was an All-American offensive guard. It didn't really turn for me until the age of 30 when I auditioned for the New England Conservatory. It has a weekend program called Continuing Education. And well, I mean, were you in, hmm. were you in Boston already? Yeah, yeah I just well, I just moved from D.C. to Boston. I was working for 3M in D.C. Okay. Then I took a job with the division of Exxon in Monsanto. They had a spinoff called Advanced Elastomer Systems. So I was selling thermoplastic elastomers in New England, and I was a sales manager for six states. What's your degree in? My degree is in English, believe it or not. You it's know, I, I was an, I was an English guy too. Yeah. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it's a great degree to have. You Absolutely. Know, liberal arts, you know, it doesn't sure. – lock you into one discipline but sure. it proves that you have the aptitude to and you're literate and, and you can literate, speak well and, and you, you can speak, and you're right you, you know? can string a sentence together which yeah. i would i wish some people uh could well, do that a little bit it, better it helps you sell yourself <laughs> yeah that's so for sure if you can do that people will hire you and say you know he's smart enough to to learn what we're going to teach him that's so, right so i learned thermoplastic elastomers and i was doing injection molding seminars and extrusion and all that kind of stuff talking about coefficient of friction and things like that that was like my normal life and i went to this weekend program there and audition for them and i sing the national anthem yeah you know and she heard me sing the national anthem and she says have you ever thought about singing opera and i was like no uh, not uh, really <laughs> she said, i'm gonna put you in my opera studio so i did the opera studio and from that i got into a musical in salem massachusetts by michael balf called uh Satanella. okay and i had this great entrance i was the devil of course and uh, well, i mean what made you decide to to do it i mean you could have said no again what to say, Nella? Yeah. Well, no, it was great. I mean, I mean it was just fun, something fun. Just you, something. What What made me do it was singing the Lord's Prayer at everyone's wedding and people saying, "You know, you should be doing this for a living." Like your friends and friends of friends knew they all knew that you did it, or their aunt, yeah, and their grandmother and uncle, and you know, you know, you sound like Paul Robeson, you know, all those things. You know, like what are, sure. they, what are they getting at? Like what? Is, what are the possibilities? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. What are the possibilities with this type of voice that I can make it in doing something like this? So. Yeah. 
I, you know, I just took a chance at the weekend program, give it a shot, see if they, you know, and they were amazed. And then I got into a, a production. And this was at NEC. Yeah, it was a weekend program at NEC. Jeez, okay. And then I got into this production in Salem, Mass. And yeah, the music director there, Jill Brunel, said, you know, there are going to be people here that can hear you. That's going to change your life if you want to change it. And I was like, yeah, right, whatever. Because I was out playing golf before we, you know, before we started. The yeah, first I mean, show, you had a good it, job, and you were, yeah, you, yeah. And I, was, yeah. I mean, like the day of the opening, I was playing golf with my buddy and sure. smoking some cigars. Oh, I've done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went out, and I think my first line was, "What daring mortal has defiled my name?" From the back of the house, yeah. And you could hear people go, "What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one of those people was Steve Steiner from Boston Lyric Opera. The other one was Sharon Daniels from Boston University Opera Institute. Sure. And she walked up to me afterwards and said, "Oh my God, you know this." You know, I don't hear these types of voices off the street, and yeah. But you know, there was also some concern that I didn't have any just any academic credentials at all. So she says, "I mean, were, were you reading music well? Did, was that ever?" Uh, no, I the mean... last time I read music was high school. Okay, so all I, right. I I understood how to do it. Sure, you know, I hadn't done it at a high level. So she told me to go home and learn this and this and this, and she gave me some Mario suggestions and gave me a teacher, Donald yeah. Wilkinson. And I worked with him, and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to give you this." I'm gonna, and I learned the arias, yeah. you know, just by rote. Of like, course, by I, syllable, did the, I did the same thing, you yes. know. And and I went and auditioned for a program in the spring. I did the same thing. Is that right? Yep. Like I had no clue. I'm yep. just singing syllables. You I know, showed and, up. My teacher said, uh, "There's there's going to be a desk. Come on Thursday. There'll be four <laughs> people there. Right. Wear a suit and sing this." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. I did the same thing. I was wow. I was like ten minutes late, wow. and I was oh, no. the, I was the only person they were waiting for. I, just, oh, I strolled in. Well, you know, you don't know. I'm just like no. whatever. No, and I just sang my thing and, you know, started. See, I wasn't too minutes late. I was early. <laughs> well, you played football. I, that's why. Well, not that. I, I also had the corporate America background, so I had a folder for everybody, like a hardcover folder with my picture in the front, my bio, and my resume, which well, is all business. That's why you're singing at and the I'm, Met, and I'm here <laughs> in the chorus. <laughs> no, please, well, there's a lot of breaks that happen there, man. Sure. You know, I mean, the, the difference between all of us is, what, a percentage sure. maybe? Sure. And opportunity. Once and, you get up to a certain level, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's just opportunity and And, and, and being, luck, yeah. And luck, yeah. you know, and so I don't take a lot of credit for that. I'm very, well, very blessed. Well, know. I mean, well, you know, you're breaking my mic. I, I have to keep oh, adjusting the, well, the levels. <laughs> I just got through eating a, a mahi-mahi wrap I made myself with, <laughs> nice. with pepper on it, so my reflux is kicking in, so yeah, the voice yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. as resonant as it always is. But no, I mean, I'm look, I'm blessed. I definitely realize I have a special instrument, you know. And yeah, when did you decide, okay, this is, you know, enough with thermoplastic uh, yeah. uh, polymers and injection molding, and yeah. I'm going to quit doing corporate work and start going in that direction. How did that How did that happen? Well, or did it happen for you, kind of? Well, it happened for me. I auditioned for her program. Yeah. And, you know, the whole time I'm wondering, if I'm good enough to get this, is it worth the risk of taking two years of my life and trying to get this degree and Starting whatever over, it is? Really, and, yeah. and if it works out, after two years, I'll stay with it. If it doesn't, I know I can go back and get a job. Like all my friends were in corporate America, and most of them were managers. So I figured I can go work somewhere else. They'll hire you know? me, yeah, sure. yeah, they'll hire me, yeah. But uh, yeah, never, I never looked back. I mean, it was hard to make that decision. You know, I had, you know, I had, I had Denise, I had a house, I had Denise, uh, my wife, your wife, yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were married. Do you have kids? I have one kid. Oh, you do? Yeah, Miles, he's eleven. Oh, yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. I've got a couple kids, too. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. I've I'm got like, a one-year-old at home. Oh, good. Look at this white beard, man. Oh, so you're not sleeping at all, no. are you? Well, we have, we have enough room, so I, I sleep, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I sleep well, somewhere that, else. That helps, I'm sure. <laughs> no, Miles is 11, and uh, and so, you know, he gets to go on the road with me sometimes. Yeah. The last couple of years, he's actually been on the road with me. He did a production with me in San Francisco. Like, they called up and said, hey, Morris, you know, we uh, 
we don't have that many black kids. You think your kid will be? Yes, he'll be in school. <laughs> <laughs> I called his mom and said, we're taking him out of school or else he's going through me. So he, he did Showboat with me. He's a DVD on the DVD. I know I'm jumping around here, no, but no, he no. did Trovatory with me. Uh, the first Trovatory I ever did was, 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 was with Maestro, and that was in Cincinnati May Festival. Yeah. Then went back to Cincinnati Opera and did it, and Miles was in the show with me. He was one of the gypsy kids. So, But no, I mean, it's, you know, I had a lot of responsibility at the time, so it was a very yeah. tough decision. Yeah. But ultimately, I figured if I were good enough to get into this program and I was gambling on myself, I would give myself a shot at it and see how it goes. And, and you had a safety net, I mean, with ha- having other skills. I mean, it makes perfect well, sense. You know, you could always go back, like you said. You know, I had a safety net. I had a, a savings retirement plan that mm-hmm. had enough money in it that mm-hmm. I could live off of for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I paid my mortgage for two years out of that account, uh, bought a hot tub. Um, <laughs> you know the important things in life. Yeah, of course. Uh, bought my next door neighbor's sob and started working at Best Buy. There you go. And loading trucks at, loading up televisions like 6 to 10 in the morning, and then go home, have lunch, and start school at 1 o'clock. I did that every day until I did that for like the first three weeks, and then it was like I got a roll. Just and, like that. Uh, well, they, they asked me to sing the King and I Eat at Boston Lyric Opera because I auditioned for the chorus, and yeah. they heard my voice and said, go home and learn this. And I went home and learned that and came back and sang it for Stephen Lord. And he's yeah, like, I was just going to ask if he was there then. Yeah. Well, Stephen Steiner heard me, and then he brought in Stephen Lord and yeah. I sang it for him. And I did the, oh, I'll talk to Vaduna. And he heard that, and he says, skip to the other part. So I went to, so down And he stood up and says, where did you study? And I was like, dude, I just started studying two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had to have a little meeting like, is he, can he handle exactly. this? You know? Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, you prove yourself. You show up every night. You're on time. You hit the notes. That's and it. every performance, you hit it. And he offered me three roles in the following year. That You know, that, that's and, some great advice for all you lo- young singers out there. You got to show up and suit up. Well, you know, Those preparation. You have you to know. be there on time and yeah. you have to know what you're doing. It's like when I played football, you know. Yeah. If I weren't working out over the summertime and getting in shape and, and, and turning in my workout cards and running my times, I was letting down my team. That's you know? right. Now, if I don't show up prepared, you know, I'm letting down my cast. Somebody else suffers, I, yeah. You know, the the production suffers, and, you know, ultimately you can get sent home, and then the family suffers. So, I've seen it happen. You know, yeah. Yeah, I have too. So, you know, it's just my – I'm insane about that. My kid just got – I'm jumping all around again, but for some reason he came home from his first middle school tour. Yeah. And, is, you know, he, is he in mu- he's he's well, pursuing music? Yeah. Kind of, so, kind he, of, sort of. He was a fifth grade last year. He starts this grade. So they go to the middle school to kind of tour the school and see what they get. And all the all the activities present themselves. Yeah. And he fell in love with the chorus because they get to go to Six Flags. Sure. And so he says, Dad, I think I'm going to do chorus. I'm like, how the hell are you going to do that? You can't sing. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I'm saying that. Like, are yeah. you serious? And yeah, so, yeah. So last week, I think I posted this on Facebook, but uh, last week he calls and says, hey, Dad, I think I'm going to audition for the school musical. I'm like, all right. Okay. And he's like, no, actually, I already did. I had to sing today. And, you know, they're doing Lion King. And he's like, wouldn't it be really cool if I got Mufasa? And I was like, well, dude, you know, you're a sixth grader. I wouldn't count on that. Yeah, But right, if you get right. third tree from the right, Great. you know, whatever you get. You know, sure. dad did some all roles. You know, I sang off stage in my blue jeans before. I sang in the chorus. Yeah. But whatever you do, we're going to do really well at it. We're going to work really hard. And I wish you luck. Right. He says, what if I don't get any role? That's okay. You know, I've done chorus, you know, whatever. It's just the experience. And then last week, earlier this week, he says, dad. Guess what? And I'm like, what, dude? And he just kept stringing me on. Yeah. He's like, I got Mufasa. I was like, really? I like screamed. I was like, Mouth! I left him a voice note. And apparently yeah. he played it for all his friends and his mom. I was like, listen to my dad's reaction. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
you know, I mean, if- I, I'm I'm so glad to hear that that you're teaching your son those things. I mean, I you know, today was a momentous occasion for it very much was yeah for our country. And I I having kids myself, and I've got a four year old son as mm-hmm. well. I've always I grew up being taught uh, that it's not whether you win or lose; right. it's how you play. Yeah. Uh, uh, you try your best, and you are your only competition, really. Right. And uh, that seems to be harder to come by these days, where it's it all about yeah. winning. Yeah. It's just yeah. about winning. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, we have that in common. I'm glad to hear that you, no, that I mean, you, you know, you know, being a it's parent, still out there. They don't come with instructions, but yeah. you know, we come with experiences, and we can yeah. transfer those over to them. And that's what I was trying to do. But the little sucker got <laughs> he won. He got the king. You know, so I was like, okay, well. And then it's a funny story. So I. I'm I'm listening to him read through the lines the other day on the phone. I'm yeah. in the parking lot of the grocery store, and I'm like, Miles, you have to remember, you're the king. Daddy plays kings all the time. You talk slowly. You talk with authority. Everyone listens to you. Don't move too fast. Right. You take your time. Yeah. You don't have to have my voice, but you do have to speak with authority. And he says, yeah, well, Dad, um, I just saw you in Magic Flute at the Met, and you're kind of like the king, and you weren't talking slow. <laughs> I went to slap him. I was, I was like, are you critiquing my work now? And that's, you, a, that's <laughs> at the Met, Dad, so give me a break. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the middle school here. I'll give me a break. Yeah, so he's he's got an idea, and he has an opinion. So That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, I because I started so late as well. I was about 24 when mm. I started studying music at all oh, wow. uh, and started singing. And I, had, I felt really insecure about being around – not competing with, but, you know, being around people who had been studying music since they were four or five years old. Did did you have, how did you deal with that? Was that a thing for you or did you just look past that? Well, I I embraced it. Um, I never looked at it like I was better than those guys. In fact, part of what I really did was say, okay, look, guys, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Me too. Honestly. And, And some people could have been very, you know, resentful or, or push back. But most of the people I surrounded myself with were like, come here, let me show you how to sing this ah Yeah. You know, okay, you pronounce it this way, not eh, but e. you know. Yes. And they were just like, come on, Morris, you know, we got to sit down and do this. Oh, you know, but thank you. Know, I was very grateful and I just leaned on all my colleagues and they, they really, really helped. And I was in a great environment. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah you, you surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, I find that people, I, I, I have this saying that I like to enlist people. Yeah. I, I like to. You know, people want to help, yeah. I think. People, decent people want to help. And right. I find that this business attracts mostly decent people. I think so. I yeah. mean, um, yeah, once I ex- get out in the world and started competing for roles, I felt pushback. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I felt pushback from directors. I felt pushback from conductors. Well, not really conductors because they hired you based on what they knew. But people never really believed that, you know, this guy was worth the hype until you show up. And not just the voice. You know, the voice is one thing. Sure. They... Any any freak can have a voice. Sure. Are you a good colleague? Are you a good colleague? Do you know your stuff? Yeah, are you a musician? Do you know your stuff? Are you prepared? Will you work hard? If Mm -hmm. you don't do something well, will you work hard? You know, and I had to prove myself over and over. I'm proving myself now. I've never done something like this. This is the most difficult thing I've ever done. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, all this running around and picking people up and throwing them on the floor and kicking them and tying people up in knots. And yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's really interesting. Okay. It's a lot. I mean, I'm a king, godfather, priest, devil. Yeah. I walk out. I stand here. Yeah, yeah. I give a gesture, and I let let it pour out. Yeah. You know, that's my life. Those mean, <laughs> which, if sung well, you know, if allowed to, can sound that way too. Sure, it's usually not because people are, you know, it, it's kind of cast as a bufo role. Um, I'm not a bufo bass. I'm, you know, I try to be legitimate, but it's hard to do that when you're 
running around 9,000 miles per hour and doing stuff. Right. And sweating through two shirts in rehearsals. So right. I'm trying to trying to create that balance. I know that I can sing it really well. I mean, are there and, any other roles for your voice type that where the drama uh, pushes you around like this so much? I, can you think of one? You're I, bass. I, I, you know. No, I'm a tenor, man. Are you a tenor? Yeah. You talk yes. like a bass. You're yes. one, you one of those tenors? I'm a tenor, You yes. speak low and sing high? Yeah, it's weird, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't... What, what else would there be? Yeah, I don't know. The The... the they're all the Verity roles where you're a king or a god or yeah. father. You, know, you waltz out and do you your thing. You walk out and you do your thing. Park and bark, yeah. Um, there's Puccini. I mean, there's no other than Colline. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you're not running around singing Timur or anything like. You just you know, I'm old and ninety and you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, nothing. Which huh, that's great. That's a great a, challenge. It's challenging the heck out of me. I mean, Porgy, which I just did my first one at La Scala. He's hobbled and crippled, so you have a cane, a crutch at best. Sure. Sometimes you're on your knees and rolling same around. Rigoletto, so, yeah, same thing. Rigoletto, yeah. sure. I'm spotted for Chile. Yeah. You know, you walk out, you're smooth, you kill yeah, somebody. Right, right. You know, there's no... So, I'm really enjoying the... Pro I'm, I'm very... Um, you can probably tell on stage, they're all concerned because Morris looks like he's ready to kill somebody. <laughs> because I'm frustrated. <laughs> but I'm not frustrated because of what they're asking me to do. I'm frustrated yeah. because it's not clicking it's, for me. It's not easy. Because the yeah. music is extremely hard. This music is not easy. People think that those means a low roll. It's really a high roll, which works to my favor because I can sing high really well. But mm -hmm. when you're tired and running around, you lose your low. And So I'm, 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 I'm battling right now and trying to get it where I'm comfortable. So I'm, I'm trying to respond to Maestro. I'm trying to respond to the director. And at the same time, I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I can yeah. really concentrate on, you know, trying to internalize it. So um, I had a moment today on stage. What happened? There was no Devo moment. It was just... Uh, the director walked up to me and says, are you okay? And I said, I'm okay. He says, are you nervous? I said, I'm never nervous. I'm just trying to, trying to, do, trying to do my best. And yeah. they kind of looked at me like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> you know, I don't want anybody to think that I'm a bully or anything. I just, I'm very, very, ups I'm very uptight right now because I'm trying to get this thing to flow. Yeah. And I know it can be good, but yeah. I got to pace myself through all the actions and all. And this is week two for, you know, the end of week two. So we open next week. So. I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah, yeah I can't believe we're opening. It really yeah. so fast. fast. Yeah, a week yeah, from yeah. tomorrow, we open. So I'm going to really use this time. Every time he said, run it back, you know, when you're tired, you don't want to run it back, but I got to run it back. You know, yeah. like football, you just run it back. Let's do it again. Yeah. Over and over. The more I can do it, the more comfortable because next Saturday is kickoff, you know, and, and it hits the fan. I mean, have you, hmm. uh, have you ever been caught unprepared? Is that something that's ever happened to you? Never. 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 Why, why would I do that? I don't, I don't know. I'm just. It's, yeah. it, that's amazing. That's great. It's great advice, man. Well, I mean, I can't. Yeah. You know, I've already started thinking now. I started rehearsals for. Uh, yeah, what's next? That's Ryan Gold in June. Well, I got a lot of stuff up until then. I okay. have a few Mozart Requiems, one with the Boston Symphony Orchestra. I have to go back to the Metropolitan Opera and do Aida. Um, and then I started rehearsal for Das Ryan Gold in. Uh, in I'm singing Fossil with the New York Philharmonic. Have you sung it before? I sing it here. But I sing it here back in 2009. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I do it again with the Boston Symphony Orchestra. And somewhere in the middle there, I have an Oedipus Rex that I have to learn. So I am right now getting have those scores. Have you ever sung the Stravinsky? No. I haven't sung that piece. I've sung yeah, of course. Yeah, sung yeah, Stra Stravinsky yeah, before. Yeah, but not but Oedipus. No, not Oedipus. 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 Yeah. Is it hard? Uh, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> well, it's, it's Stravinsky. I mean, it's amazing, it though. It can't be easy. It's Stravinsky. You know? it, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like Britain. You know, once you get it. Once you get it under your so it's skin. All eight Once you stuff. get it under your skin, though, you'll never forget oh, it. Oh, God. So now, no. I gotta go, now I'm going to be – you have me up all night. I'll be downloading YouTube. That's downloading 
iTunes and 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 purchasing the score and trying to start learning it now. No, it's it's a I mean it's a great show. You're gonna fall in love with it. It's yeah. a great show and the story is so tragic and so marvelous. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into it. But you know, I started rehearsing that in May. Well, yeah. it was January, almost February. Yeah, March, April. I got three months to start learning it. I'm gonna start learning it now. Where do you when do you I mean where do you spend time with your family if they're not coming with you? You just you just don't. I don't. How do you deal with that, man? I don't. I just deal with it. Is um, it? I mean, do you, because I'm, I'm when my son, when my four year old son goes to grandma's house for the night, yeah. I, like, I, I really miss him. I can't imagine being away for months. Well, you know, it started. Miles was born in in '05, uh-huh. and I started hitting the road about '06, '05, '06. Wow. So he doesn't know any other life, and okay. I'm, I've gotten used to it. He has such support team at home. Uh-huh. You know, his mother is the best mother that's ever ever been invented. Um, his grandmother helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad is around. He helps out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a, it takes a village. Sure. And you know, with technology now, with you know, I have, I have Skype and Skype, sure. and I have a <clears throat> what do FaceTime. Mean, FaceTime. Yeah. He has an iPhone. Yeah. You know, it just works. So, okay. You know, and and you know, he flies to see me. You know, you know, he won't be out here, but because he just picked up the, the role and he's yeah. in basketball season right now. Yeah. Uh, but when I was in New York at the Met, he was there for like two two and a half weeks. All from from before Christmas all the way through New Year's. I yeah. mean, he was there a whole while, so it was a uh, it was challenging because yeah, I don't yeah. like having people in my space and I'm trying to prepare. But you know, Miles is Miles is really good at that. I mean, he he understands it. And you have a good relationship. We have a great yeah. relationship. Yeah, it's, so. I mean, we're, we're we have a great relationship. It doesn't change the fact that I wish I was home and all the time. And I do have some time off when I get done here. But when yeah. I get after that two or three weeks, I'm on the road again until July. And we got to prepare too. I got prepared. Yeah, I'll start preparing. You know, like I'll prepare here. Yeah, I'll get get it sketched out and get it recorded. Sure, and then I'll have something to practice with. Uh, yeah, how I do you do to, that? What do you mean you get it sketched out and recorded? I take my phone. Yeah, which you know we used to have recorders, but sure. now your phone does. Yeah, it. yeah, I remember mini discs. And yeah, the whole mini thing. discs, yeah. all, all that, that stuff. Bullshit, yeah, but now I just take my phone and yeah, uh, get rid of pianist. Yeah, get rid of pianist. They play my parts. I record because I don't play well enough to teach myself. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, so I I record that. And then I'll listen to it. You know, I mean, now with YouTube, you don't even have to buy anything most of the time. So sure. I can I can record and just repeat listening to the recordings on my phone. Do you have any favorites? Who are your favorite singers to listen to? You when know, you're when I learned Norma last year, um, I was studying that at my previous gig. Mm-hmm. And I found a recording of uh, Bernardo Giotti. I don't know. You got to look his stuff up. He's, okay. He's my new favorite bass in history. From what era? What, what, uh, he he's just before... Ramey and those guys. Okay. Yeah, he's... Uh, so they're good recordings of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He was incredible. And mm-hmm. uh, I asked Maestro about him. He really liked him a lot. He's, I think he's still alive. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't sing much anymore. But mm-hmm. he's he's great. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if you want accuracy, I listen to Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he, the first things I learned, I listened to him sing it, you know. Yeah. Uh, there's a rare recording of him singing Oasis, which he never sang German stuff hardly. But I got him singing Magic Flute. You know, I learned the aria when I was studying. I, I picked that up because I learned it very directly from listening to him. Do you so. do you adopt their their breaths and their turns and their phrasing? I mean, is that are, phrasing and stuff like that? No, yes, turns. No, I don't. You know, I don't, don't adjust my voice like Sam does. Right, right, right. He covers earlier than I do on okay. odd vowels. So you don't get into trouble listening to other singers. No, I listen to them. And say I can do that better, or I I like the way he did that. You know, I don't. I don't try to mimic what they do. Yeah, yeah. I know my voice well enough to know that that works for him, but it's not going to work for me. Sure, sure. Or he enjoyed doing it that way. I'm not going to enjoy that. Just sure. tonight, my show came to my, my dressing room, and on the tralaleras, I usually sing them wide open with the ala, because mm-hmm. I like to ring, but yeah, he yeah. thinks it's a little too obtrusive, so 
he told me to cover that. I have the ability to do both, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to try that and see if it works out a little better. Yeah, uh, you know, just having the arsenal, the quivers in your in your in your case to sure. to do different things, I think is important. But yeah, have I don't you ever been with a conductor that you just don't gel with that asks you to do things that you just don't want to do? Or nope, no, hasn't happened. Nope. God damn, you're lucky. Well, I mean, you know, my job is to produce. Yeah. You know, and and. Up until very recently, I wasn't able to really have an opinion, you know. I mean, you know, you're young, you're trying to prove yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're trying to get the check, you're trying to get the gig, you become amenable. And then when they learn to trust you, you can actually have an opinion. Yeah, and you can collaborate. Sure. Yeah, so now I'm becoming more of a collaborative artist. With Conlon, I'm not collaborative at all. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he walks in and says, Morris, I want you to do this. With Maestro, with yes, Morris, sir. this is what you do. <laughs> okay, all right, fine. But, you know, I mean, the relationship's different. He gave me literally a lot of my first opportunities yeah. professionally. I mean, yeah. first time I was saying this, it was him. The first time I was saying um, a lot of roles were with him. Yeah. You know, and, he's a, and he's a good guy. I mean, if, he, if he's, he's good, you know, you can yeah. trust him when he says, I want you to do this. Yeah. And then not, not just that. I mean, I think he likes to surround himself with people that he can trust. So right. he knows I'm not going to be a Devo. I'm not going to give him any static. Right. Maybe a little bit, but at the end of the day, he wins. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he came to my dressing room tonight and I said, you know, Maestro, I want to do that, but I got to do this too. And he's like, Morris, I'm the one that hires you. Case closed. I'm there. There it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, sir. I'll do what you say. Yep. You do. You know. Yeah. 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 But I mean, not in a disrespect. I mean, he's extremely knowledgeable. Of he course. knows so much stuff. So I'd be dumb not to listen to of him. Of course. You know? and, and I feel that way with any conductor I work with. You know, I've gotten to the point now. On a few occasions, I have conductors that are younger than me, which I find in interesting. But because I came from the South, because I came from a Southern family, because I played football, when we're in rehearsal. I don't care if he's 25 There's or a 95. Yeah, yeah. That's maestro. That's right. Because he has a job to do and I got a job to and do. And he got there for a reason just like you did. And, you yeah. know, I earned the right to be where I am, but he earned the right to be there. And if Or he or she. And if they're shaping the performance, then I have to go with that. That's right. And I think that people forget that sometimes. And I think that's what gives you longevity in the business. Mm -hmm. If you learn how to respect the hierarchy of things and mm -hmm. do your job, you'll be around a while. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we, we got, got no stuff. We got to go. Oh, wait, what time anything else? Time to go. Do we have anything else? No, I'm good, oh, man. Oh, we got to. Let's see. Oh, I got 15, yeah, 15 minutes. minutes. I got to go do this duet with Blanchin. Ugh. How's that going? Dial. Well, they just cut half the dialogue, so it's a little bit better, but, you I like know. that it's in English, at least. Yeah, I love that. Jeez. Because yeah, I would have been lost. It's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, I lost. And did you see the flute that we did here, the uh, the Barry Koski? I was Zorostro in that flute until they sent me home. Uh, what, do you mean? what do you mean? They Tell me about that. They called and said, don't show up. Come on. Well, a lot of the set had to do with platforms that were 12 oh, inches deep right. and i wear a size 15 shoe that's right so josh Winogrand <laughs> literally called and said morris i'm sorry don't even show up you can't do this yeah yeah and they hired some he was like kid. what happened oh yeah norma that's right when you when you broke the stage yeah, yeah i broke the stage in Norma last year. <laughs> but you know what every time i, walked I was by on that stage thing, man i was on stage like 20 feet away 15 feet away from you. i was like oh jesus did you hear, christ every day we walked oh, there, my i kept God. telling people there's a loose plank here i kept saying that it's yeah. the same spot yeah every time i stepped on it it creaked and yeah. for the was the last show it's the last show. I think, yeah. I, I No, it was a penultimate show. Because I remember we were talking about your leg, like was yeah. it, if you were I all right. I went right through it, and it cut the whole front of my leg up. Yeah. And I hopped back out and finished the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Gotta be a pro. I've seen stuff like that. We've all seen. I mean, I saw we, I saw Placido just take a big dive on stage. Oh, wow. And it was terrible. We were doing uh, Thais. Oh, which wow. Was a Here? Love, yeah, beautiful, beautiful show. When we did Rheingold, uh, Gordon Hawkins stepped off the back of that huge platform and yeah. went straight to the ground oh my god i don't know how he lived it sounded like yeah like, it a, like a sack piece of, of bricks. wet meat hit 
the floor. It's like same with Placido. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, Placido. When yeah. you hear it, you're like, oh my god, is this it? Is it? Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ, is this happening? No, but he was fine. Yeah, I don't even know how this guy survived it, but he did. So yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, I'm really happy to meet you. Happy to happy chat to with you, too, man. Thanks for the opportunity. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Morris Robinson, terrific bass, who's singing the role of Osmin at the LA Opera in our production of The Abduction from the Seraglio by Mozart, which is running uh, now until February 19th. That's our last show. It's at 2 p.m. Sunday matinee. So why don't you head on over to LA Opera and pick up a ticket? I also have a little solo, so come check it out. Thank you for listening. I want to thank uh, Gregory Geiger for helping me with my theme song. I want to thank Michael Nielsen for loaning me his terrific Shure SM7B microphone. And again, I want to thank you all for listening. I couldn't do it without you. It's my favorite day of the week. Hope you have a good Monday. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Best of luck to all of us. And until next time, 